Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. Welcome back. It's season three. Where's the band? Cue the music. We are back. Woo! I'll be my own band right now. It's season three. We're so glad to be back. We are back in the house. I hope that you're glad that we are back also. So you know that I'm a church girl. So now here it is. We've done a season for the father, a season for the son. And this season on the heels of Pentecost Sunday, this season is definitely one for the Holy Ghost. And we all need a little Holy Ghost, not just the Holy Ghost that makes you run, dance and shout through the sanctuary, but the Holy Spirit that will have you doing self-checks, taming your tongue, ordering your steps and making sure that you live right. Yes, that Holy Ghost. And if I look around at some of the things that have taken place in the world since we were last together, we all need a little Holy Ghost. And I definitely say the world could use a little more Holy Spirit, a little more love, and yes, a little more confessions, convictions, and conversations. Now we took a much longer commercial break than we intended, but the way that 2021 rolled in, sometimes you just have to let life have its way. We had to pump the brakes, smell the roses, take a chill pill. You know, all of those things that in essence mean we simply needed a break. As we visualize what life looks like after a major change, sometimes we're up and sometimes we're down. And sometimes we're just in the middle, but thank God we are here. And we are so glad to be back on the Apple Airwaves, the YouTube Airwaves, and all of those other digital outlets where you get your feel of confessions, convictions, and conversations. But just because we took a break doesn't mean the world took a break because we certainly have some catching up to do. So grab your tea. On the global, national, and local front, there is more news than anyone can handle that I can't help but ask, what's really going on? Let's just mention a few of the headlines that have taken center stage in the past month or two. Mass shootings are back. Is it really true that the only way we avoided this fate is to be stuck in the house? There have been over 50 mass shootings since March. And yet buying a gun is still one of the simplest processes in our country. What's really going on? Not only have mass shootings increased, but violence in every city, including in my city of Atlanta, has increased with homicides, rapes, 
assaults and robberies all having increased over 50% within the last two months. Some leaders say it is a COVID surge, but have all of the criminals decided that they need to scratch their illegal itch at the same time? Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts. And while this should have been expected, I believe everyone watching and even those not watching missed a few heartbeats because what should happen and what does happen are often two very different things when it comes to race cases in America. The last guilty verdict seemed to be the defining factor, but in actuality, Derek Chauvin is just one person out of so many that should have already been held accountable. Now, I really want to discuss Prince Harry and Meghan, but I'm not. I said I want to, though. It's just something that happened, so I felt the need to add it to the list. My soror, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, announced she would not be running for re-election as mayor of Atlanta. My feelings were so bruised, not because of her decision. She said she prayed about it and she was being led by God, so of course I support her in that. However, I'm hurt because if you recall early on in season two, I discuss how the world continues to prove it is just not ready for black women in leadership. Other leaders in Georgia opposed the mayor so much publicly that I can only imagine what she dealt with privately. I'm hurt, but I'm not surprised. I also won't be shocked if we see her doing bigger and better things. And you know, the obvious is still happening. Most people still aren't back in church. Most kids never return to school. And the class of 2021 had a ruined junior year and virtually no senior year. Bummer for them. They're having graduations this year though, so there seems to be some hope. I really could go on and on and on because so much has happened in just a short time. But as I left you last season, one of the things that had me in disbelief was that I couldn't believe that we were still in a pandemic. Well, as I opened up this season, I can't believe that our government and so many people have essentially declared the pandemic to be over. Is it over? Just a few days ago, the CDC said that fully vaccinated individuals did not have to wear masks. And at the same time, several states, including Georgia, declared that they were going to end the supplemental unemployment benefit because in somebody's mind, you know, people are getting rich off of $2,000 a month, which equates to $24,000 a year, which is below the poverty line, no matter how many people are in your household. Traffic is ramping back up, society is returning back to fast-paced living, and people are returning back to their selfish modes of thinking. Is the pandemic over, or is America simply being America? I think about all of the people who haven't let their children go back to school, but they took them on vacation. I think about people who think that churches should remain closed, but they've gone to sporting events. White collar workers have been comfortable sitting at home while those on minimum wage continue to fight for a livable wage. I had so much hope for our country that we would come out of this pandemic a more conscious people, but yet we continue to struggle. I'm reminded of Amanda Gorman's inauguration poem, The Hill We Climb, and how she spoke of America being more than a pride we inherit it's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've always been faced with a hill. 
The pandemic simply revealed the enormity of the hill we had to climb. Yet as the country faces its own hills, I can't help but think about the hills in my own life and the hills that the current society and this current generation continues to face. The pandemic revealed the adversity that we all face, but I realize that not all are willing to climb what faces them. I think about the hill of education. As a college professor, I have always seen firsthand the inequality that our school system faces. However, the past year has peeled back the layers even more as the pandemic showed the differences that not only race, but class plays in the quality of education that a child receives. So many children have not received the education they deserve because they have inadequate resources or because they are not aware of what they should have at their fingertips or simply because no one is fighting for them. The systems are failing them, and unfortunately, it happens more often than not to children of color. I think about the heel of darkness. Even on the brightest day, there is so much darkness around us because we are surrounded by a world that is fueled by bad news rather than good news. Television thrives on unhappiness rather than joy. The internet is filled with drama rather than peace. Evil and corruption have infiltrated all of our institutions and systems. Therefore, we continue to face the hill of darkness. Gorman opens her poem asking, quote, where can we fight the light in this never ending shade, end quote. But Jesus says, I am the light of the world. However, we continue not to use the light that will never go out. So the hill of darkness stands ever before us. I think about the hill of the pandemic and the world that it has created. What has social distancing done to an already socially distant people? To a generation that was already sorely disconnected, how will they ever learn how to truly build connections? Where does the class system look like in America? Have we simply become a society of upper class and lower class, forgetting about the middle class? And have we become so ingrained with what happens in our own household that nothing else matters? Will we ever grow to a society that believes that just because it doesn't affect me personally doesn't mean it's not real? We continue to face the hill of unity. America is still a survival of the fittest society. And in theory, it sounds heroic, but in practice, it creates discord. These hills, along with so many others, are going to continue to plague our nation and our people. What hills are you climbing? What's preventing you from reaching your goals in this season, from going to your desired destination, or simply from becoming a better person or a more socially conscious individual? What hills are preventing you from being able to see yourself or others? What hills are blocking the light in your life? Ultimately, what hills are blocking your view of the one who can help you climb any hill in your life? Those are the hills that you should climb first or simply recognize first because in recognizing them first, he will surely help you to climb them. I'm reminded of an old song that we sing at church. The road is rough and the going gets tough and the hills are hard to climb. I started out a long time ago, but there is no doubt in my mind 
I decided to make Jesus my choice. I'm hoping that no matter what hills you have to climb, you'll also make Jesus your choice. So there's a lot going on, but we're going to try to tackle it all this season and see if we can't make sense of it all. It's going to be a great summer. I don't know what you have planned, but I hope you'll take me along for the ride. Make sure you're connected with me on social media so that we can tackle some of these hills together. And of course, make sure you're subscribed on all digital platforms to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell someone and invite them to be a part of April's Army. But before you go, I'd like to pray for you. God, thanks so much for welcoming us back to season three. And please help my army to conquer their hills. I'm so glad that you're back with us. We can't wait for season three. I'd love to see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember... Any time is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.